0: Three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome to Sober in the States basketball. Now here are your hosts, Jorge and Alec. Actually, wait, hold on. I have to post an Instagram story.
1: This man said, ready, and then said, no, wait, hold on. I'm posting a story. Listen,
0: wait. Have you, no, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> ah, dude, you threw me off my rhythm. No, no. Listen, listen. Have you ever broken your routine and need an unclean saltine while recording episode fourteen? Yikes. Um, I right. know it's
0: a little obscene. Yeah. Oh, I I don't know if that last one was planned or not, but we're gonna say that it is. And ladies and gentlemen, let's get after it.
1: Saved it. It, mu- it might have been. You know, you never know. You'll never know what goes on in this brain, my dude.
0: How you doing, Alec? Oh, man. I am. I'm okay. Uh, it, was, it was a very stressful Bulls game um, Wednesday night, I guess. When are I they not? Last night. Um, Zach Levine went off. It was great. Hit an unreal three to tie it. And then Kyle Kuzma just decided to be an absolute dick and hit a three of his own to take the lead and win it. So... Um, the Bulls are not back anymore. I know. No, we kind of going. That hurts. That hurts. Back and forth, but yeah. Um, overall, played pretty well. Though Zach Levine had a good night, so that that's always fun. But uh, other than that, I mean, we're still kicking. No complaints, dude.
1: Hey, I like to see it, man. I love I love watching. Actually, uh, Vooch was just on an Orlando Magic podcast the other day, and uh, it was very exciting. Uh, it's not breaking news, but it's been kind of making it circle. Vooch has come out and said that he wants to at least play one more season in, at Orlando before he retires. So bowl, bowl or no deal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said any, anything about it soon? He said he has a lot of basketball left to play, but his goal is definitely to play one more season at Orlando, which is sick. It's exciting. Pretty cool. And, you know, you know, the magic are on a streak, you know, just beat up the blazers. Not, we're not really beat up. It came down to the wire because Orlando <laughs> cannot rebound all that size. My dude, all that size on the Orlando magic team. And nobody knows how to rebound. Especially Bobo. He's like the worst. Oh, God. Don't even get in. Don't even <laughs> let me get in. I'm already losing my words. Whatever. We are here for episode 14. We have no guest today. It's Solo Dolo with Alec and Jorge. We're going to talk. And you know what? You know what's the worst thing is not only are we doing a solo episode, but we didn't even get so rare news this week. So rare for the, I probably like one of the first times and like since we started doing this show, there really it's it been a while. Yeah. News. So, here we are. What, are we talking about, what do we talk about, Alec? What do you want to get into? Where, where are we going first? I don't
0: know. We're kind of we're gonna have to just get after this. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had um either like any so rare or just straight NBA news. I mean, the first time we recorded, there wasn't really a ton of so rare news other than like, hey, the game's dropping, but um, that was of course when Draymond Green decided to punch Jordan Poole. So we at least got got something for the next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it, we've hit a good run here where just every tuesday or wednesday or even thursday during the day um sowers hit us with some hey here's some new comps or or anything like that and um it, it was a it was a quiet week it felt weird um i mean there wasn't nothing was really blowing up in the in the sits group chat or anything there was everything was kind of calm in the storm so um i don't know we'll figure it out i know you bought a a big card last night that you've been after so we'll we'll have to get into that so that that's pretty exciting but yeah no uh I guess no news from Sora, so is no news good news in a way? How are we? How are we feeling about this, uh, dude? You
1: know, it's it's weird because yes, they kind of needed to cool down a little bit. It was it was hitting hard, it was hitting fast. We're getting through the holiday season. We got all these crazy competitions, which in reality we have another week of uh, with the veterans competition coming to limited this week. So there is a little bit of something new. So they got some time. It does feel like we're kind of due for something new, or this could be part of the issue, right? Is that maybe they kind of gave us too much too fast and it just was unsustainable. So now it's going to slow down. Maybe, I mean, it's the middle of the season. Like we kind of had a conversation like earlier this week, how like we're seeing massive, massive scores. And it's like, well, yeah, there's some guys that are just reaching like peak performance right now. Right. Like this is really like Mm -hmm. the go time. It's right before the all-star break, you know, people are trying to maybe, I don't, do players want to play the all-star game? Like, is that like something like, is it a big deal to yeah. be like made an all-star? Cause I know like coming from MLS, like a lot of times like, Oh great. My guy has to go play this stupid game now. Like, Ugh. but I feel like in the NBA, it's like a really, really big deal.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think in uh in baseball and basketball, those are probably the two where like, it means the most to actually play in the game. Um, I mean, guys still have fun with it, but you know, it's, it's cool when you get to see, um, I mean, I, was, I forgot exactly what year, but I know it was a couple of years ago. Steph and LeBron got to play on the same team. So that was that's very cool to see. And, um, you know, you get down to the last couple possessions of the game, especially now with the new the new scoring rules. And I mean, these guys are playing like it's game seven in the NBA finals. They want to win. They know they get a big bonus. They just they also just want that uh, it, it, not respect, but just kind of that bragging. Right? It's like knowing like, hey, like you had a shot on the line to win the all star game. And I either got the block I got the steal, whatever it was like you made the play so yeah I, I think in basketball it's a very big thing to make the team um and then obviously you have the you have the dunk contest and three-point contest which is always fantastic oh watch. incredible yeah it's 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 a black all-star weekend is in, in basketball i think is my favorite like sole, i guess like two to three day period in all sports like baseball you have the home run derby it's cool but it's just kind of like eh whereas like the all-star game like for nba like you have the three-point contest you have skills you have um they changed the name it's not the rookies rising stars i think is the new name of it Something like that. it's yeah, all yeah. first and second year guys so i mean it, it's a whole full weekend out of it which is cool um but kind of as a connecting at the sower like now is kind of the time where teams are figuring out like do we want to try and contend for the playoffs do we want mm-hmm. to fully tank so like young guys are going to start to get minutes here coming up in the next couple of weeks and um if you're you know if you kind of can spot the right situation, maybe you can, you know, scoop up a card for cheap before he really starts playing and, you know, get a couple of game weeks out of them before that L10 kind of skyrockets and then you get a good flip. So definitely a, definitely a couple of big weeks coming up here. So I, I know, I know it's still
1: early for that. Like, obviously it's still too early to tell, like, obviously we know tank season is around the corner, but is there, are you going to do anything to like kind of prepare your gallery for that? Like, are you already kind of looking at like, Hey, these are some bench guys that did kind of see a few minutes, but like not really there or there's just not the opportunity. Like, are you already kind of maybe picking some up, up some of those guys? It's like, it's essentially almost like off season, like scouting, right? Like you're looking at the guys that are really actually going to step up and take those minutes. Cause it's obviously not going to be the last guy on the bench. Like, yeah, he'll maybe see a bump, but he's not going to be enough to, stay competitive or really put you over, which we are starting to see as well. That is so rare is getting very competitive. My guy,
0: it it really is. And I mean, that's a good way to kind of, it's a good question too. Um, I'm not necessarily going out and getting guys on my own. I mean, earlier in the year, I picked up a Mark Williams from Charlotte um, who was like a, an early first round draft pick that a lot of, a lot of scouts said he was kind of one of the most overall NBA ready guys, but still needed some time to kind of adapt in Charlotte and all that. Um, so went out and picked him up knowing that would be kind of more of a hopefully he cracks the rotation early on but if not that's a guy that I can kind of throw in even if his l10's only seven or eight he can go for seven he can go for 15 whatever it is um and that's kind of that's kind of worked out pretty well as his price has tripled from when I bought him to what he's going at right now um and the hornets are you know obviously going for Wembanyama next year so that rotation is mm. going to really start to kind of change a lot over the next couple of weeks. Um kind of some of their I older mean. players are going to start to see less minutes, hopefully at least. Um for Mark Williams' sake, I, I selfishly I hope that's what happens. But hey, he see, he I, seems I to mean, be
1: one of the one of the one of the hot names right now. He's yeah kind of I mean, creeping it, it, up in at there. At the end
0: of the day, like it, it's all a crapshoot. None of us really know what's going to happen. I mean the the Hornets could rattle off 10 in a row somehow and all of a sudden they're making moves at the trade deadline. So um who really knows, but I think it's something to kind of keep an eye on if there's if you've been following super close or anything like that, go after guys. Um, if you're gonna target if you're gonna target a specific age group or certain players, I think go for guys that got drafted in the you know lottery this year for the first was it 16 picks, 15 picks um, that are just trying to crack rotations on bad teams or guys that are in their second or third year. Um, really just try and find young guys on bad teams that are still getting minutes to begin with. But, um obviously like if they're not getting any minutes right now they're not going to get them at the end of the year but you'll find some guys that that can kind of sneak their way into rotations here and and make you some money
1: so is Dalen terry from your bulls a play <laughs> is that is that foreseeable like hey uh, this man went from the g league to playing in the nba in the same day obviously there's high hopes for him is there are we, are we getting Dalen terry season here are the are the bulls uh, gonna tank dude can you guys do it can you guys I, do it where are we at like in the now, standings right now? our Let's so see. rare hero Demar Derozan.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm trying to find the. Why is this not loading? Here we go. Um. So right now the Bulls are in the ten spot, which is I believe the last playing spot. Am I right on that, or is it nine? Uh,
1: I th- th- think it's ten. Honestly, I yeah, don't I, even know. I think what what it's even doing Recording the show right
0: now. Yeah, I don't know. But um, either way, the Bulls are there right now. They are. Yeah, a half game out of playing. nine, and they're three games out of eight. So they're they're still close enough to be in the playoffs, but. It, it's a tough spot as a Bulls fan because this is the worst place to be in. Like, but every, nowhere- everybody's
1: everybody's in that zone. You got the Hawks above you. Mm-hmm. You have the Raptors, the Wizards, and the Magic kind of like slowly creeping up from the bottom of like from the basement. We're coming, we're coming at you from the <laughs> basement, or right? we're, we're we're crawling and edging our way out, scrapping and fighting through games. This is, this is really the time when we're really going to start to see that. And the, well, also the trade the, the trade deadline like. There's there's no news. There's no there's no trades. There's no like rumblings. There's like rumors. No. Like I've been listening to other shows. Like I listen to like a lot of athletic stuff. And there's like it's everyone is like wanting to buy, but no one wants to sell. Because as we can see, mm-hmm. there are a lot of competitive teams in this game and like in the NBA right now. And, like it almost feels it almost feels like the MLS, dude. Like anybody can win on any given night at this point. Like there's really low. It doesn't matter who's who on what night. When I don't know if someone's putting something in the water or
0: what. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, right now in the Eastern conference, the difference between the one seed and the five seed is four games. Um, So obviously don't quote me on this, but off the top of my head, I can't remember a time when top one to five, at least it's been that close. Um, And I mean, you look at these teams, the Celtics, the Nets, the Bucks, the 76ers and the Cavs. If you fast forward to April or June, sorry. Um, and you're like one of those teams is in the NBA finals, I'd be like, I'd believe it. Yeah. Like any any one of those fives, even if you're the five seed, like it's tough because you got to beat the four and then you have to beat the one seed. But any one of those five teams could make it out of the east. And I'd I'd believe it. Like I could see it, and they'd have a legitimate shot at competing for the title. So um it's it's very close as a as a basketball fan. I'm excited. As a so rare fan, I'm excited because it expands um the amount of players you can kind of go out and get that are going to stay competitive and then obviously building up for for postseason um it's never too early to start building up i guess kind of learning from learning from the baseball side like people started doing that as soon as we got to like august early september people were buying up all the players that um were making it into the postseason so if you want to start going after guys on those teams now before their price continues to go up by all means go for it but Yeah, it's we're going to get some really competitive basketball here, you know, with with half the season still to play.
1: Yeah. And like even like you just need the top five, but then even going to the next two teams, you have the Knicks and the Pacers, which Mm -hmm. you can't count them out either. Like Julius Randle's popping off. Jalen Brunson's like, hey, hello, don't forget about me. And then Indiana with their young squad is just coming out here every night. Although, uh, Halliburton kind of went off the other night, which kind of a little sketchy cause he was having him yeah. a season.
0: He, he left last or Wednesday night. Um, I got to stop saying last night cause by the time this drops <sighs> tonight, will be last night. This but week. yeah, Wednesday night he left. Um, they said they're reevaluating him in two weeks. So he's out for sure for two weeks. Um, that's a big loss for them. Cause he's been, he's been very good. Um, he's a guy that just does a lot of things very well and he's, he's young for that team. So, um, I don't know if they're going to stop minting cards for him. Cause he's not like officially ruled out. Right. So if they're still minting cards for him and you see a price dip, I think he's definitely a good guy to go after um, just cause he's, he's super young. He's super talented. The Pacers are building around him. So he's a guy that they're going to keep for a long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, even, even the heat in the eight seed, like with Jimmy Butler, uh, Victor, Victor Aladipo has been playing pretty well recently. You still have Bam, out of, bio. Guy, Bam out of bio. Yeah. Uh, mr 40 points but um yeah i mean like top to bottom in the east is just it's it's super solid and um i don't know i'm i'm excited for uh for basketball here dude well halliburton did dip there
1: was a little price dip so you might almost almost a 30 percent dip probably like a 20 percent dip you know like what i'm saying and like that's the thing right now is the time you should be buying and like Mm -hmm. i we didn't really bring it up last week when we were talking to Quinny, and i completely forgot about it but Zion the same thing like these players when they get injured like their price is dipping and like I know it's like oh is he going to come back is he going to be out like yes some people can't afford to hold a card for uh, like a while and like that's understandable too like sometimes mm. like yeah dude I sold Terry Rozier and he's popping off I sold him last week because I needed the ETH because surprise I bought a card but we'll get into that anyway like right now is a perfect time to buy these cards and with even with Halliburton out or what you could do is right now Halliburton's out buy benedict Matherin, which nobody's really talking about is going to mm-hmm. see a bump in playing time maybe he gets a little hot hand he starts going up then you flip him and get halliburton before he comes back and bada bing bada boom he just did a
0: little bit of both once some rewards and still ended up with a halliburton at a good price yeah i mean it's i, I think break. one thing that's kind of interesting about it too is given how fast the sower community reacts um to injury news like with halliburton going out um tj mcconnell i think i i believe is going to be the number one guy to, to replace him um his price quadrupled from the time that Halliburton left when i looked this morning so given that there's that huge jump in price i'm surprised that prices are dipping for guys that actually get hurt um because everyone's kind of trying to find like the next big thing as opposed to like kind of getting a guy at a good price and holding it so yeah i mean it, it definitely comes down to Um, You know, if you can afford to hold on to a guy that just is going to be putting up zeros and training for you or anything like that. But yeah, I think with a lot of the big name guys, like once you see that dip and you know that it's below that average, like, I I think by all means, if you can afford it, jump on it and just kind of stash it, hold it, um, let it kind of build up that XP so that when they come back, you're ahead of the game. And if you want to flip it for you know an extra 10 15 bucks when that price goes up by all means do it or if you just want to keep it i mean that's that's what's fun about this game you can pick and choose so um yeah i think with with a lot of the big name guys that are starting to at least get banged up not necessarily hurt but you miss a couple games in a row yeah um you know a couple load management rests here and there you know the drill but yeah i I think if the price kind of goes down definitely go after go after some of these bigger name stars if you can
1: but it's also situational, right? Like kind of like you're saying, like there's guys that like Halliburton you're holding. Like he's like having like an all-star-esque like season right now. Like you can hold him and come back. Like if Bull Bull gets injured, like if I could get out at a reasonable price, I would get out because there's no telling that he's going to come back with like the same form because he hasn't sustained it in the last like couple years he's been in the NBA. So it's like, I can see that one, but like someone like Halliburton or Zion, dude, that one, that one blew me away the most. Like, okay. Yeah, I, I can't it. believe it with that. His, his bones are made of glass. Like whatever, like we get it, but it's Zion. Like he's still going to come back. He was getting really hot. Like them and the Suns were like building this like crazy, like storyline. They were just beating each other up for like two weeks. And then we are all just hoping they would make the playoffs, but the Suns like kind of died after that. And now Zion's out, but these And then at the same time, while well, people are literally chasing, right? Like, If you all listen to this and you do it, like I get it, like everyone plays different, but you're now chasing to get out. So you're losing money on the way down. And then you know you're going to FOMO back in and like pay a premium the next time. Like you're just losing money on both sides. Like you're screwing yourself over. Like just chill, just chill.
0: Come up with a plan and stick to it and and go for it. But yeah, I mean, even just like just looking at Zion's price since he got hurt, it was a steady decline until like January 3rd. So there was a solid like three or four days. And then it's kind of just stayed the same there. But even where it's at right now, it's is still less than it. what it was at before he popped off. Um, like, once you like see the dip
1: and it like flattens out, boom, smack it. Cause as soon as it, all it's going to take is uh, Zion Williamson is upgraded to probable. Like you still didn't even know who he's going to play, but that everybody is going to go, oh, and then snap by. And all of a sudden, like you don't want
0: to get the news and then buy. You can't get caught. Shit. It's, buy the rumor, sell the news. Market goes, yeah. Buy the rumor, sell, sell the news. Buy the
1: rumor, sell the news.
0: Buy the rumor, sell the news. Way to look at it.
1: Put that on, put that on a t shirt somewhere in the States. <laughs> Buy the rumor, sell the news. That's yeah. that's how we do it. And, and while people are chasing, they're not buying. Okay, this is I need to pick your brain on this one because this one's been bothering me. Mm-hmm. Julius Randall, okay, has been going off. Like the scores that this guy is putting up has been incredible. And earlier this week, he was still only trading at $50. Like he is literally like a fifth of the price of these like superstars, like Giannis and Tatums and everything, while putting up. Massive scores as well. Like, why why aren't people buying Julius randall Is it just like not a superstar and like big name that like maybe like people are just like overlooking them? But like, what is what? Why I it just I can't wrap my mind around why people yeah. like aren't hopping on Julius Randle because it is such a good price right now while putting up the same scores as these 200 300 cards are putting up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his scores right now. Um, there was a stretch where he put up 61, 62, 59, 67, 65, 62. Like, that's that's what you need, right? Like if you're playing champ, like that's exactly what you need. Um, I, I really don't know why he's not putting it up or why his, his price isn't going up. Um, he was a bigger name star. He won most improved player 2019, 2020, something last couple of years. Um, so like he, he's kind of a well-known name within the league, but he's not a flashy player. So I wonder if that kind of has something to do with it. Um, I mean, like this season is averaging twenty points, nine point nine rebounds, so he's basically averaging a double double a night, in addition to five assists per game, and he plays for the Knicks, where as unfortunately as a Bulls fan, I know this, Tom huh. Thibodeau does not rest, guys. It does not matter what the <laughs> score is, it doesn't matter what the situation is. If you are a star player, you are going to play, and that's exactly what what Randall has done this year. He's playing thirty four, just under thirty five minutes a game, so um he's a guy that puts up numbers but yeah he's just he's not a flashy player where you're not going to see clips of him on on twitter like luca or like ja or Giannis. so i wonder to to that sense he's kind of sneaking under the radar but yeah i mean that's that's a good card right now you're he's at let's see oh four five so he's at 63 bucks right now so and yeah, that's that, and that's, that's a card that you can throw in but and that's like um, up recently because if like you look back a little bit like he's just been like steady rising like a month ago now December 14th, he was still only $30 and it's yeah, like, it's, it's up has been into a very right. consistent climb. I guess one thing to consider is, is he going to maintain it? Um, like, is it kind of too late to buy in right now? Because these, these high scores in the sixties are going to stay on, you know, in his L 10 for a while now, it's not like he just had one sixty that's going to stay on there. Like he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He had seven scores of 59 or higher in a row. So it's kind of like when one comes off, like sure one replaces it, but like, you're not really that L 10 is not going down a bit. So I don't know. It, it might be kind of too late now, now that I think about it to like, well, fully buy in. But I think once that L 10 kind of dips a little bit, cause he did score 33 last night. Um, once that L 10 goes down a little bit, I think he's a guy that you can kind of go after and, and kind of do spot starts for a week here, a week there or anything the, like that. And but then that's flip. the thing with an
1: L 10 like this and the scores that he's putting up, like he's automatically, like you can't not consider like he has to be your MVP, right? Like 100%, Mm -hmm. like your lineup is being built around Julius Randall, which is fine because not only now are you hitting the differential because you're not playing Luca Giannis, like everybody, like, what was it last week? We all got hurt by that. When Giannis only put up eight points, like Mm -hmm. obviously is that going to happen all the time? Of course not. Very rare, very black swan event. Like it's like, I forget what the crazy stat was, but like that was like the first time that like he had gotten like a, double double or something like that or triple double with like the points weren't it like the points weren't like the reason why like it was like some like crazy it was, like the first time in his career some crazy stat like that but it's like this is a differential right here where like yeah maybe he's not putting up like 80 70s like maybe like mb or obviously luke or whatever but mm-hmm. like he's still putting up massive scores and if he can do that for you on a week where maybe some of the others like they all just rest on the same week or whatever like there's a lot of factors where you could play him in and you are having like an incredible advantage at that point So yeah, um, am I saying he needs to be as expensive as like Giannis or Luca? No, because of course he's not. His upside hasn't been there. We haven't seen it yet, but still a really, really cheap, really, really good differential play that might give you the edge in a in a champion competition at some point. Yeah, and
0: even if it's if it's not your MVP, if he's that highest non MVP card, like if you if you're able to put a Luca or Giannis, like I mean, when you've you've what what is it two. Not two fifty. You've one twenty to spread across four spots. So like, I don't, I don't. You can put in a fifty there and still have seventy left over to split between three guys. So I think an MVP or champion, you can kind of get away with it. But um real quick before before we do for X, you did mention mention Luke and his price. Can we talk about how insanely high his limited price is? Like n- not just like his rare his super rare like his limited right now is 4.35 so just under 500 which for a limited card is insane that's that's messy numbers on the football side
1: yeah like, like we had to look messy is the most expensive limited for like his output because obviously there's outliers when doing the research like obviously like there's the kevin de bruyne who like there's only 16 limiteds and like obviously his price is astronomical because there's only 16 i mean he's a really good footballer but like, as far as like actually, you know, S O five, like L five, L fifteen, L forty, like Messi is like the top performer, and he's at about the same price range. So Luca and Messi are the same. Is this the top? Like, is this like as is, is this like the ceiling for limited cards? Do you think like five hundred? Like top guy? Like you want to play this guy five hundred buckaroos or like is this just way too high? Like overpriced? Like y'all need to chill.
0: I, I think this is probably at least for now. Who knows? Kind of what what the market's like down the line. Um, you know, hearing from people about the earlier soccer days, you could get a good limited card for 50, 60 bucks. Now it's a lot higher. So, um, I I think down the line, it could keep going up, but yeah, I mean, right now, this is probably the cap. Um, I, I don't know if we see another card get there. I think part of what it is, is Luca did have that stretch where he had like one to two weeks where he just went absolutely insane oh um so i think everything kind of spiked because of that and people are now kind of like chasing that high because of it so i think it does come down a little bit i think he's still going to be one that's just going to stay insanely high because of how young he is how good he is like he can score he can rebound he can get assists like he can like i mean he's got what is he right now 1.8 or sorry what's the season 1.3 steals a game so like you're getting points on defense too so i mean the dude does it all and he's only 23 years old So I don't really see his price like drastically coming down anytime. The
1: thing is there's only 652 out of 5,000 of them. So like, we're not even at like a fifth of these things. No. And they're that high. So in theory, it should start to come down a little bit, right? Like this is just like over proportion, like, but then there begs that question. Can you play, can you competitively, competitively words play champion without a Luka Doncic? Can you like,
0: actually like be competitive without one without lucking into a win and having a guy that just comes out of nowhere each week like just just straight consistent week to week if you want to get like a podium I don't think so if you're just trying to like finish with some rewards or or anything like that I think you can kind of get away with it but if you're trying to like legitimately compete to win champion each week like I I think at this point you have to have Luca just because of how high his scores are and because no matter how high that L 10 gets, once he's your MVP, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's the guy which is kind of discouraging to see because he's kind of becoming like the main, like you have to own this card. Um, I was hoping because of how you know competitive basketball is, there wouldn't be one of those, but um, I mean, he's just been on an absolute tear and there's, there's nothing you can really do to stop him. Like you, he can tell you he's going to do a crossover and drive right and pull up at the elbow and you can know it's coming. You can sit there. It's still going in. Like, that's just how good he's been playing right now. So, yeah, I, I think at this moment, like, as far as a consistency, like taking out, like, the, um, you know, the Haywood Highsmiths one from a long call back there where he kind of just came out of nowhere and dropped 50-plus, like, taking those out, I think, yeah, you kind of need Luka if if you want to actually compete. Well, the top five lineups, and Luka has a game tonight as we're recording this. Top five
1: lineups, Luka is in three of them. One of them being second place. Well, there we go. So, yeah. And then the other two, first place has Harden and third place has Embiid.
0: And they all have Terry Rozier. Top three. Go Cards, baby. Hey. Um, so, look. Louisville basketball is bad now, but at least we had Terry. So, he's kind of, he's our claim to fame. But,
1: well, um, yeah, you're baby. welcome to everybody because I sold them last Friday. Uh, right before lock. Because, you know, his price was a little up and I kind of wanted to make some moves. And, uh, yeah, he's been popping off ever since. So it always yeah. seems to work out that way. Doesn't it? Dude, it really does. What, what did I sell them on the sixth? Since the sixth, 54, 52 and a 29. You're welcome. So rare. Yeah, I got you. Next time I sell a card like that, I'll let you know. <laughs> Sheesh. Dude, dude this Lucas thing. I don't, I don't know. And like, dude, I've heard this on other. So rare shows either. So rare data. I think Mike has talked about it in team hold. We need more competitions to spread these Lucas out because it yeah. is ridiculous under 23 which i'm just saying under 23 and veterans should stay. I don't know about you. I'm awful at under 23. I, I didn't even so. try Absolutely, under 23. Yeah. But given that it's a staple competition and they make them permanent, they should boost the prize pool, right? Because what it was 100 limiteds? Yeah, 100 limiteds for I under 21 so. or under under 23 is ridiculous. Granted 20 of those are tier ones like most of the like uh special competitions have been, but still like 100 for an under twenty-three competition, like mm.
0: little questionable. I'm trying so to right. find the the one graphic that you sent me from Sober Data that had the breakdown of um, where each Luca card was. I was on the
1: Sober Data NBA Twitter as well. Yeah. Which is a great uh Twitter that you guys should follow because they post
0: all the great rare Data tools pertaining Heck, to NBA. Yeah. Which we all love. Um oh here we go uh so for game week 24 there were we'll just call it 570 um total lucas that were entered 252 were in u23 318 were in champion and then i want to get your thoughts on this too two people had him in contender (laughs) i mean he's taking up half your points right there more than half your points like I, I would love, I'm not sure if there's a way for us to actually figure it out, but I would love to know how those two people that played him in contender did and just see like what the rest of the lineup would be. But yeah, like there's, there's so many Lucas that are in champion competition, or just any competition right now for limited. So um I can't even imagine what it's like for, for rare and all that. But yeah, I guess the question comes down to like, if we keep u 23, like where do you put him? Like knowing that he's, he's going to be in a lineup regardless, like you, try and stick them in champion and hope for the best you stick them in u23 like what are we kind of looking at
1: i i guess it just depends on the price pool right like it just really depends on what you go after because if you're playing luka like you're aiming to win and if you have yeah. a luka i really you can't you can't punt or uh, you, you, you can't just put in a Luca and then just a whole bunch of nobodies. like it's just the odds of that working are incredibly hard like i know last like everybody's kind of been like high on jabari walker because he's been like a single digit like L ten. And people want to play him, and I had I had his I I bought his limited card like at the beginning for like a dollar or something like that. So I had it So I was, like, I'm like, it's an L eight. He hasn't scored more than like ten. Like he hasn't been doing anything. Like a four and a six. Oh, he did a 19 against the Pacers, but it's like really really low scores. Like mm-hmm. the odds of him like hitting when you need him to to like really really put you over the top is just so unlikely. And like yeah, it's fun. Like if dude, if I had the money, I would do stuff like that all the time. Like. Oh, sometimes sure. sometimes i try that kind of stuff in like common just because like whatever dude if i win i win if i don't i don't it's fun i'm like experimenting that's that's definitely yeah. i don't know about you but i use commons like i play kind of like seriously because i kind of use that to like test out cards that like i want to buy because like that's fair yeah it's like playing common so much like i'm like paying attention like all these different scores of players and like making like almost like a mental note of like who's doing what and like who's staying consistent so i'm like okay cool like eventually if i can like find a price like obviously i know like how he fits in and everything so like i'll like use him in common for a little bit and then i'll end up buying like jonas valanchunas was one that like i finally bit the bullet on which he's been kind of clutch for me this weekend but same thing i've had his common for a while i was playing him i was like things were trending up zions went out like had some midry things here and there and yeah. i picked him up and he's been doing good for me like that's the way i do it and i
0: just like everything else i probably had to sell him now
1: because uh his l10 is getting too high yeah
0: But yeah, I mean, with L10s, like I I feel like, and I know we kind of talked about this earlier in the week too, but it's just kind of continued. Like, I feel like a lot of the guys that originally had low L10s that were like somewhat of your value buys, like their L10s sitting around 15, but like they're a guy that could eventually pop off for 30. Like those guys are starting to play too consistent now. Like where their L10s just constantly climbing, like that's great that you guys are like doubling your l ten but then throw in like a two or a five in there to like mix it up. Like, I don't, I don't need you scoring. Like if you're all tens 15, I don't need you scoring 25 and 30 within the same game week, because only that 30 helps me that 25 is just making it harder for me next week. So um, it, it, I feel like there's been a ton of guys, at least recently that are starting to kind of play more consistent. So I'm hoping that we're kind of, those guys will start to come down and it's just going to come with, with injury news or anything like that. But it's It's been tough now trying to set the back half of my lineup each week, knowing that like just seeing these guys scores go up by even as little as like one to two points each week. Like it's getting harder. And now I'm stuck throwing like PJ Tucker has to be in my lineup and I know I'm not <laughs> getting anything out of him. And even he like his L10 has been like 10 or something. He scored 19 this week and then he scored his like L10 again of 10. And I'm like, dude, like you, you got to help me here. Like, you're not into drop 19. You are in to get me your L10 and nothing more. And now that that's going up, it's like, I, I, I just don't know what to do at this point.
1: Ooh. Uh, I was just kind of like looking around, like Damian Lee's that kind of person for me. Like, he's mm-hmm. like L10, just like still under 20. And I'm just like, I know better. I'm like, ah, don't play him. He's going to burn you. And I'm like, ah, don't play. And then he's the only person that fits in there. And then sure enough, just never works. So it actually, it actually kind of worked this week. But like, ah, dude, all these L... I'm, ha- I'm having the same problem too, which, hey, yeah, go us, right? Because we're good at scouting, go right? Us. Like we're finding the players, right? Like we're doing our job. We're finding these low guys, riding them for a little bit. And then, you know, the, g- the going gets too good. And all of a sudden it's like, well, kind of like trying to restructure. And then hopefully, are you, so if a guy gets too high for you to play, mm-hmm. are you selling him even at a loss? If it's just to recoup some E so you can like turn it into another card? Or like, are you just holding on to it until you can get rid of it? Or like, how are you kind of
0: approaching that? That's, that's good. I haven't really been in that situation yet. Everyone that I've sold, I've taken. I, so anyone that would be sold at a loss, I've kind of just held on to at that point because most of the guys that it would be, um, it, the, the, loss would only be like a couple dollars, but it's like, I could still use them. Um, but most of the cards that I've sold it's because their L10 is starting to go up and their price is still going up. Um, but at some point I think I might have to sell Vooch because, He hasn't really been which which is going to absolutely kill me. Um, You're really going to sell him. I I don't know. I haven't really decided on it. His L 10 right now is 42. um, And he's starting to get a little more consistent. So like earlier on in the year, like he was putting up like a 55 out of nowhere, but then going back down to like mid thirties. So it's kind of like if you hit it, it was great. But now it's like, he's just starting to kind of put up more consistent scores in like the low forties. And so that L10's kind of creeping up a little bit, but you're not really getting those down games at all.
1: Yeah. No, so. I mean, I mean, I've I've also benched Vooch. Uh it like hurts me. like I'm like first making my lineups. He's like one of the first people I like automatically throw in. And I'm, like mm-hmm. as I like have to like start adjusting stuff and like fitting in these lower guys, like he's the first one that gets cut because it's yeah, just dude, it's... his L10 is too high. And like he can, he does have that ceiling, right? Like put up 63 like four games ago. Like he can do it, right? He can still, he's a consistent, like hitter but yeah his l10 is just way too high but like he's also like on my like don't sell list like he's just one of those guys like i just really enjoy and i'm like i could hold the i could hold it to zero and i'd still be like look at my vooch card (laughs) like (laughs) Like he was he was
0: one of the first cards that i bought so i mean granted that basically all the first cards that i bought are are almost gone at this point but yeah i mean he was a guy that i bought on what is this october 24th october 23rd so four days in and I've just kind of held him and I've I've seen that price just kind of go, you know, keep going down. And it's it's slowly coming back up, but it's not back at where I bought him. But I don't know, I it just comes on to if I can actually bring myself to sell him. Um, but I yeah, I, I think it kind of depends on the the player. If it's a guy like Vooch for us or even like Bull Bull, who we're both big fans of, like if it's a guy that you like, I, I think you just bite the bullet and you keep him and don't play him and let him get XP and, and hope for the best down the line, but well, yeah, oh, I, I mean, couldn't tell you the last to, time I played Bull, Bull. Yeah, like it's it's been and now now he's hurt. Or he's hurt or he's in. No, he had, he he got like,
1: he got COVID. He he mm-hmm. flew out. He was at the Blazers game, but he just didn't play. But I'm sure Wendell Carter will eventually need some rest and maybe Bull Bull slots into that. But his form's been kind of dipping, and I
0: don't know what we're doing with Bomba. So I kind of hope he trade Mo Bomba to be honest. I'm shocked that they still give him And that's Honestly, like I loved him in college, and he just he hasn't panned out a whole lot.
1: Which he, he got kind of hot at the beginning of the year. Like, mm-hmm. Bull Bull kind of stepped up. And I think, like, he kind of, like, took it to heart a little bit. <laughs> like, Mo was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he was, like, balling out for, like, a week or two. But, yeah, of course, it just wasn't sustainable. And he just went back to nothing. Right. But, like, yeah, there was a minute there. It was like, oh, like, I think Bull Bull finally brought it out of him. And, like, talking yeah, about the like, magic. Dipped, yeah. Like, skrr, like, record scratch. Can we talk about how I watched Jonathan Isaac play basketball last night?
0: like the same Jonathan Isaac that hasn't played in three years or is there two like and a, a half. new one that I just like two haven't... and a half ah, Jonathan... two and a half three at that point it's all in the same Jonathan Isaac played a game of developmental professional basketball that still counts yeah because you, you G, Leagues, in G, yeah, League. G yeah. League still counts as basketball you you play a game developmental professional
1: is... basketball that's what yes. it is it's professional basketball you kind of have a contract but you're still developing Jonathan yeah. Isaac played oh Kevon harris was down there rj hampton was down there they were looking really good like Kevon harris looked like he's played a couple of nba games like dude he was just tearing it up pulling up <laughs> jumpers like spot jumpers like dude i was like oh Kevon harris i was like okay and then he goes to the nba it's like oh okay you're not that good but looking great in the gym. But dude jonathan isaac came back he looked he was a little rusty he looked a little rusty but he was in there he was getting physical
0: like yeah. doesn't look like he's afraid of getting two and a half years of recovery like you think he'd be good by now but who knows I'm just I'm just I'm glad to see him back on the court I mean he was he was a guy that when the magic first drafted him that they had high hopes and it just not yeah, he played not, like 20
1: like, games really good like yeah, went to the playoffs like real well
0: and then it just kind of it's been downhill since and he just not even that he can't stay healthy he can't get healthy period yeah like Anthony Davis keeps getting hurt Jonathan Isaac is just always hurt so like to see him actually play in a game now is 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 great to see just as a basketball fan and kind of outsider looking in I'm just saying the Orlando
1: Magic are pretty healthy. We got everybody back now. Like, hey, we're winning games. Life, life is good. Got number one life pick MVP. Life is good. <sighs> anyway, while we were talking, I'm about to post a card for sale. <laughs> Ooh! Right on. Well, maybe I was gonna kind of pick your brain. i live on the spot right now. Dario Saric for the Phoenix Suns. Has mm-hmm. had two really good games, kind of hopped into the starting spot because they've been dealing with injuries. Like everybody's out, Aiton's out, Booker's still out. Put up a 24 and a 34, his price is up there, but he's sitting on the L he's sitting on an L7.
0: Do I ride him out for another week?
1: Or no, he's trying
0: to pull up the sun's rotation here on the fly. Um, I mean, really the only one like Devin Booker and Chris Paul being out, sure Aiton's it hell still out. Like it helps a little bit because there's more shots to go around, but like, they're not really competing for his position at all. Like Ayton's the big one to watch. um, Who's missed the last two games, which has been good. Yeah. I played him in um, kind of hoping he'd be back. Autowire <laughs> says that he's expected to return this weekend. So, so definitely. So, yeah, I, I think so. Um, Especially because his price is absolutely skyrocketed. Yeah. It's getting, I think now's a great time to sell for him. And um I have two oh that's a good oh problem. no 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 I have, oh, no okay. no no just kidding Woo! i was like wait what
1: just kidding because i typed in yeah. his, i typed in his name instead and like damian lee popped up too and i was like they're both in the same like jersey so i was like whoa and i was like oh wait <laughs> oh dario well, and
0: damian see. are two different names but looks like since Aiden's kind of been banged up his floor has been around like 0. 0.2 0.0025 and now Sarge is going at about oo75 So yeah, I, I think flip him now and um with with Aiden expected to come back this week, and even if he doesn't play Friday, like you're you're getting one more game week out of them if that. So it's just kind of a And then what are the odds he's you, still
1: gonna put up a score anyway? Right? Yeah, like if Let's you play out.
0: him and Ayton then comes back and lineups are locked, like you're kind of just stuck with that in your lineup and and you're taking a seven points or whatever he'd put up. So yeah, I think flip him while you can, and you're at least making making a decent profit on it for sure. If I am, I don't even think I am
1: to be honest. I think this is one of the I think this is one of the cars that I bought for underdog, <laughs> and he didn't even play.
0: Like a oh no! Up for underdog,
1: so I honestly don't even know what I paid for him, which is probably oh, it's okay. I'm a little bit of profit. I bought him for what did I buy him for. I bought him for point oh oh six. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you can, but also, yeah, I, eat, I, I, also uh... ETH is through the roof right now though. So, like, ETH is just on fire. Like, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but crypto is just, like, through the roof right now. Like, ETH is at 1400 and it was, like, at 1200 like, a couple days ago. Like, this thing is moving. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of, like, that's kind of throwing things off, too. Which, I don't really... How do you value your gallery? Like, is it more ETH, or is it more, like, fiat?
0: Uh, so, initially, I was mainly strictly kind of playing in, like, dollar amount. Like, what I sold them at, what I bought them at, looking at that. But... Then like just kind of now that it's been six months on Sower for me, I've kind of started to to focus more so on the ETH. I have noticed um, you start talking to me in ETH more than you do in like yeah. dollars now. I'm like, oh, okay I, with the 0.03s and the sixes. 95% of it is still way over my head. But when I am like digits, digits are yeah, cool. Like when, when I'm comparing if I should sell a guy or not, or like if I should buy him, rather than just looking at what his dollar amount is, I'm kind of looking at what ETH I bought him at. Cause not that I think that actually I, it's not the right way to put it. I don't, I have no clue what ETH is going to do, but I'm confident that it's not going to be like a problem for me while I play so rarely. So like, I'm kind of looking at it as like, what I've put in is what I put in. So like, rather than focusing on like, Oh, it went down by $3. Like, I'm not going to sell this card. Like, it's like, Oh, like the ETH is still the same. Like I can sell them now. Or like, that's kind of how I should gauge, you know, what I put them in. So if I bought them at 0.003 and now it's, it's 0.005, like, it's still profit at the end of the day, even if like technically I'm losing $2, like I don't want to wait around for ETH to go up and then have to try and sell it. It's like do it now, get it over with, and, and then we're good to rock and roll. When you when you post a card for
1: sale, do you post below the floor? Like do you undercut the market or
0: do you just? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, hold on. It It depends on the card. If it's a card that has an L10 that's going up, that's kind of like Daria, like for when I sold Landry Shamit, who this was at first when Devin Booker was, was supposed to come back right around Christmas. Well, He he came back for like a game. Yeah. He came (laughs) back for like five minutes and got hurt. So that one kind of backfired a little bit, but his L10 was continually going up. I kind of got the value out of him. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to sell him now. I just kind of want to take what I can get. So I'm going to undercut whatever the lowest is, even though I had a higher percentage and just, Take what I can get for him. So if it's kind of like a quick flip that you're just trying to make a quick buck off of, I think go for it. But I mean, when I was trying to sell the Aaron Fox, when I sold Jalen Brunson earlier, like I was like, I don't care what the minimum is. This is what I'm listing him as. If someone buys it for me, great, I'll take it. But if not, then I'm just keeping him. So it kind of depends on what type of flip you're looking for. But um, yeah, it's for the most part because I'm trying to just kind of quick flip guys. I'll just put either right at the minimum or like a buck or two less and just kind of go from there do you do you buy guys
1: with the intention of already selling them or do you just kind of buy them you're like eh, like well we'll just like see or is it just
0: like Meh. i don't know I, I don't want to get caught chasing um I, i've bought i bought a mantras herald earlier in the year when on b was like playing a game but then would miss a game and so like right, he wasn't yeah. fully out but i was like you know what i'll buy one best case scenario Embiid misses a whole game week I can throw Harrell in and it works out um I never really got to that point but there was one where it was like Embiid was questionable for that. they only had one game that week and it was like a it was like the the weekend one so Embiid was questionable for that Saturday and I was like you know what I'll list Harrell like made I think I bought him for like five bucks and sold him for seven so it wasn't like anything flashy but I was like now's the time to do it like i don't really want to just get stuck with this card here so i'll I'll take the quick flip but i mean for the most part i'm only buying guys to actually put them in my lineup and go from there
1: you so you should have sold them to earlier have you seen his price in the last week
0: yeah (laughs) but but the good news is this was back in like november so it's not like i had like just sold them so i don't really feel too bad about it because i'm sure i would have sold them again at some point between now and then but yeah i mean I don't know. I don't want to get too caught up in the, in the investment and and flipping side of it. Like I've always kind of viewed it as like, this is just fantasy sports for me. And if I can make money off of it, great. But I mean, I don't really want to have to stress too much about like, Oh, this guy's price went up by like $10. I got to flip him now where it's like, if I know I can put him in my lineup and he'll be good. Like I'm cool with that. That works for me.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Like I'll sell anything. Well, it's, not anything like I won't sell any of my Magic players or well some of them the starters I won't sell my my, serials, my my low cereals <laughs> my my Horford jerseys. like yeah, I gotta keep dropping yeah. that name you know but like the, and that's the dilemma like already going into this one like for those of you who may not well obviously nobody knows I bought a LeBron this week I've, I've been I like scoured the market Making like moves. I had my eye on it like I sold my Dario Sarich already boom sold there we go live on air look at ah oh! no <laughs> I just no. realized. Well, no, I sold them, but I just realized that I had the number 17 out of 5,000 and I definitely could have probably posted them for more, but I didn't even... God dang
0: it. Well, don't worry. We'll cut this part of the episode. Ah, the
1: episode.
0: No, dude. Chris, put my, don't cut it. Leave that put, in.
1: Put my... Uh, I mean, granted, I don't really think people care that much about cereals, but uh, well, like definitely sold it faster. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really look at the cereal hoops. Yeah, oh, well. It happens.
0: You still sold him, though, so that's good. Yeah,
1: dude, whatever. I sold him in the pump. It's going to go down now, and he's probably going to pop off. Watch. But, yeah, I bought a LeBron, dude. I bought him. I've been eyeing him. I've been thinking about it for a while. And I kind of told you my thesis, but, like, here it is, right? like not only is a veteran competition veteran limited competitions coming up, which whatever I get, people don't care about them. but I'm hoping that people are like, you know what? I'm going to go out and buy LeBron. Like, you know, they're still getting their, those late Christmas cards from grandma. All right. Maybe they got a little bit of extra <laughs> cash going around. Lost in fast. the mail. Got to resend yeah, it. You know, lost in the mail. Busy season for those mail people. Tip your tip, your mail people. They're nice people. Yeah. And then like, you know, like, all right, it might pump. But then I got even, I started thinking even more. It was like late night, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, wait, like, there's so much like scrutiny around LeBron right now. Like the media is just like literally just after him, like this whole Laker thing. Like the trade window's open. Like there's all these rumors. Like LeBron already came out and told the reporter to shut up and stop talking. Like all these crazy things. It's like going into the All Star season, like he's he's about to break uh he's about to break points records. Like he's about to have a season going right, and like his price is really low. So I was like, all right, I'm I'm a, so I scooped him up low, but now i have a lebron i'm like okay this is a really cool card like why would i ever sell this card like even like whatever he'll be in and out of lineups obviously like it's lebron but it's a lebron but like part of me i'm like i know his price is gonna go up here in a little bit i was like now i want to sell it so like I, i'm stuck in this like do i sell him am i gonna sell him before i even play like if there's a pump between now and lock tomorrow like am i just gonna like like sell him like I don't, I don't, what would you do oh oh you're gonna put me on the spot like that wow. yeah dude um, I, I need it honestly i call you all damn. the time when i need like so rare advice like when i saw that bull bull rare i like literally i
0: was like alec can you call me like i was like i was stressed uh man i i i think with a guy like that because of how excited you were i think you have to play him in at least one game week um but i guess at the same time it also depends on how high that price goes up if he does get a bump um no it would have to be like it would have to be like knowing there'd be a bump but also something to consider like anthony davis is coming back too so that'll that'll actually help him a lot because he's not gonna have to play as many minutes he's not gonna have to like handle so much of the workload so um he'll be more efficient he's gonna get more rest so yeah i i think at the very least unless there's a huge price spike keep him at least for one game week so you can say you had a lebron in your lineup and kind of quick little feather in the cap little uh, screenshot real quick uh, achievement yeah like you know what i was mean? like you got the whole drill um yeah i th- i think you play him for one and and kind of go from there take he, a week by week
1: i was gonna be like oh his his scores went up after ad went out no they're basically the same yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're he, he's just popping off same thing 50s 60s 470s like hey scores that uh julius randall is also putting up so like and it's still cheaper than LeBron right now. So, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> do it do your do your scouting, do your do your thing, do your shopping, get your deals, get your get get your players on clearance. Deals. Get the deals. No
0: deals. Deals. deals.
1: Um yeah, dude, you know, for not having anything sober, like news to talk about, like, I think we did pretty
0: good. This is pretty good. Yeah, I think so.
1: Did and you uh, we cannot
0: forget last but not least, we of course have our famous card swap. God, so I was just a bitch. Bro, look at you. Look at, you. See, look at I, you. I was about to like. I got you. I stole my transit. Okay. I got you. Okay. Take us away. My, are my transitions aren't as clean. I'll, well, I'll come well, out and gladly admit that. But Since you cheated
1: process. and you already no, did yours first, no, why don't you just no, go ahead no. and break down, break down this card swap. Tell it. Tell us what you did, Alec. Tell, tell us how it
0: went. There, there has not been any cheating. I need to address these allegations head on. As a as a soarer in the states basketball group, we collectively decided <laughs> that we would change the rules for how we handle card swaps. So, it used to always be the only time you could card swap was during the episode. That was it. Go from there. Um, it's it, the rules are still going to be it has to be that same player. But because of now, how if a guy like if a guy goes off on Monday. His price is going to go up, but then come Thursday when we record, it's going to go back down. You kind of missed out on that bump. So what we decided to do as a group and a collective whole, I cannot stress <laughs> that enough. This was not a solo decision. I asked for permission on this and it was granted. You can ex- you can do your card swap anytime from episode drop to episode drop, but you can still only do it once that week. So if I do mine on Tuesday and that guy, that new guy goes off, I can't swap the new guy on Thursday. When we do it, that's my card swap for the week. So last week I had one Gabriel whose L 10 was at 13 or 14 or so. Um, early on in this week, he put up a 20. So his price took a little bit of a bump. So I I went ahead and did the the card swap there rather than risking it. And especially now that Anthony Davis is coming back, kind of wanted to, to get him off the books. It was serviceable. It went through, um, This was the first card swap that I had where I recognized almost all of them. I I got through four of the five guys. So I have Xavier Tillman from Memphis, Cody Martin from Charlotte, Blake Wesley from San Antonio, who was the only one I didn't know, um, Cam Thomas from Brooklyn, and former NBA slam dunk champion, Terrence Ross. Ooh, let's go T-Ross. So that, that was, that, that was a fun one. Um, the human torch. Going, yeah, it's the human torch. He, he's great off the bench for the magic, or at least he used to be. Um, yeah, he, he like is his, his moments. Minutes are kind of more sporadic now, which is he kind can, of tough uh, to see.
1: He's the type of guy that you put into the game when like, it's like the other team's gone like a 12-0 run. And you just like really, really need like a hot three to kind of just like cool things off. Mm-hmm. Like that's when we called Terrence Ross and like things are getting out of hand. It's like, oh, buddy put <laughs> in the human torch you gotta i gotta set things
0: on more fire i guess i don't know
1: i don't really know flame that. on, <laughs> flame, on. <laughs> flame
0: on um but yeah i was, was kind of looking at him um ended up going with cody martin from charlotte whose whose minutes are starting to kind of go up a little bit more um he missed some time with injury so they're slowly working him back in but he's a guy that i think at the very least um is going to be most consistent minutes wise so kind of as he builds back up was was pretty surprised that that was an option but Went with that, and I I feel like I'm slowly starting to get back on track here after the whole Dalen Terry saga. So, um, and we're 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 making progress here, dude. Must be nice. I was I was taking a firm lead. I was making some good swaps.
1: You know, I was like building up. Like things were getting really really cool, and then uh, good old Jeff Green. <laughs> Not only uh did I end up with a double because of Sober's mistake, but uh he's also injured, so his value is really really low. So I have regressed i was all the way to like an l18 i was things were rolling things were good jeff green came back from injury everything was great and then he went out again so here we are uh trying to trade jeff green for the second week in a row at l13 i got my dude Gogat got which i have already chosen before which mm-hmm. isn't really playing too much well actually with Halley, he might actually get more meh, that might be
0: the move actually because no, he's a
1: big man isn't he yeah, but that whole team is, like... I think there's a couple people out in the Pacers. If I'm not oh, mistaken. Miles
0: Turner's game-to-game? Ooh. Hold yeah. on a second. Uh, now he's expected... He's questionable against Atlanta this week. Uh,
1: well, it's either that. Um, I got Derek Rose, which I know better. Wow. What? He's not He's in not Chicago anymore, bro. Hey. He, he's riding the bench over in New York. <sighs> anyway, I got Jaden Springer, which has been getting some minutes. Thaddeus Young for the Raptors, which... He is going to play. He is. He
0: he he has a reserve role. Thaddeus Young.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, he's very sporadic with his minutes. Yeah, I know. Also, Derek Rose hasn't played in over uh, a week. Yeah, he's out. And then Kessler Edwards, which could be a good shot. Actually, he's yeah. With KD being uh, out. uh, Kelly Olenek is kind of supposed to, I think, miss time. Oh, that's yeah. Walker Kessler. Never mind. I got I got uh, my Kessler's mixed up. That's that's another fault.
1: rookie who is uh kind of doing okay. I kind of want to keep an eye on if you guys haven't yeah. really really kept up with that. Jaden Ivey, another one, maybe? I don't know. Dude, this rookie talk, man. I'm I'm, feelin', I'm feeling I'm feeling the rookies. Solid all year. Ah, I'm feeling the rookies. Which is I, nice. I don't know what where do we go here? Do we go Goga, Thaddeus, Kessler? Because Brooklyn, Katie's gonna Goga. be out for a little bit. I'm sure other people are gonna go out. Like he might get a shot. Within the next week, maybe. No, they only had one game this week, so they haven't really. They got like a week rest. Goga is Goga the mover now.
0: I don't. I don't really like any of these, to be honest. Uh, um, or do
1: I just go Thad Young with the L twelve and then hope for the best?
0: But hold on, I'm looking at Thad uh-huh. Young has played. He he's, for sure, play, he's for he sure. He's for sure playing tonight, though. Week. He got nine, four, and eight. He is for sure playing tonight. I assume so. I don't. It doesn't really Does look like he's in their rotation at all.
1: Uh, Maybe not. I mean, he played, he played on the eighth. Maybe
0: not. Yeah. None of these are really ideal. Uh, I got to choose one, Alec. I mean, I, I, yeah. Uh, Do we go back to Goga? Best bet kind of going in a circle there and just hope, because the Pacers have four guys that are questionable for tomorrow. Either way, I need to get rid of Jeff Green, right? I need to get off this Jeff Green. I think go Goga and and at least just kind of. Hope that someone misses time and for the Pacers this week, and you can quick flip them on Sunday. But select card
1: tough. Jeff Green. I don't know. I have no longer have four of you. There is only three. <laughs> Go welcome back to this to the gallery from swaps again. We've come full circle. I t- did I Have I not been saying since day one? So our NBA is cyclical. Okay, this oh. is the beginning. We sold high, we bought low again, and then we're going to ride it up to a Luka Doncic common maybe i don't know we'll see we'll see either way alec is there anything else you want to say anything else on your mind anything so
0: rare related basketball related pizza related what's it gonna be Ooh, pizza related uh it's been an absolute minute since i've had chicago deep dish so um that's ooh, um, ooh, i'm, I'm kind of itching for it here um we actually have Giordano's that, down though, here i'm not yeah. a big geo's fan oh okay i'm actually geo's a Gino's like, east Gino's East is okay. Giordano's is fine. Like when, so I grew up with Lumalnati, so that's where my okay my loyalty resides. Um, I've had uh, Giordano's; it's fine. Like it's it's still good. I just I prefer Lumalnati. So um, as if a kid you put we a Giordano's, Giordano's in family. front of me, I will still eat every piece. That's not gonna. Right. Th- yeah, that's not gonna change the fact. Um, but uh, so rare news. I don't. Nothing really too big. Well,
1: that's it. Good luck in your lineups.
0: Get your flips, get your quicks,
1: go eat some deep dish. za, Zah. Zah. Pick them, boys. Whoosh.